0: Hi, welcome back to Idits and Aspects, a Supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 10, called Heaven and Hell. So we start, so the last episode was a Mm to-be-continued. So we start this episode in the same place. Um, Cass says, Anna has to die. Sam says, you want Anna? Why? Uriel says, out of my way. Dean says, well, okay, I know she's wiretapping your angel chats or whatever, but it's no reason to gank her. Uriel says, don't worry. I'll kill her gentle. God, why is he such a creep?
1: Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. so
0: creepy. Yeah, hmm. I don't
1: like him. No. Like, mm-mm. He's a bit too sterile, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, very... Fa- I mean, that's what and that's what he's going for, obviously. Yeah. And he does a really good job at playing this role. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, I just don't like the character and how sterile it is and how much it's, like, this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. and this is what we're going to do. And, like, no... Like, it just kind of like dark, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But.
0: Dean says, you're some heartless sons of bitches. You know that? Cass says, Adam, as a matter of fact, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam says, and Anna's an innocent girl. Cass says, she is far from innocent. Sam says, what's that supposed to mean? Uriel says, it means she's worse than this abomination you've been screwing. (laughs) He's outed. Now give us the girl. I'm glad that Dean like knew about it before that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or else it would
1: have been a whole like, wait, what? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Dean and Sam look at each other. Then Dean says, sorry, get yourself another one. Try J-Date, which I have no idea what J-Date is. I don't know what it was,
1: but I thought it was hilarious that my men immediately went to Jensen and Jared, and I was like, J-Date, ooh. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> A date with J? Okay, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Ooh, that makes Anyways. me want
0: to poop. <laughs> 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 Uriel says, who's going to stop us, you two or this demon whore? Uriel throws Ruby across the room. Then he's got her pinned up against the wall. Dean tries to stop Uriel, which I thought was a nice touch. Like, hey, get Mm -hmm. off my demon friend, you know? Yeah. Um, But Uriel anticipates this and starts fighting. So Castiel walks towards Sam, and Sam says, Cass, please. But Cass touches Sam on the forehead, and Sam passes out. Uriel is punching Dean in the face over and over. Uriel says, I've been waiting for this. Mm -hmm. Cass goes to open the door. and is behind, when suddenly there's a bright, flickering light, and Cass and Uriel disappear.
1: They, like, zoomed out of there, like, like, sucked out. (laughs) That's right, yeah.
0: It was a neat effect that Mm -hmm. I don't think they repeat. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I watched it a couple times, because I was like, what is happening? Are they being, like, lifted up? Yeah. It was weird.
1: Yeah. No, I think in future episodes when this happens it's just like a light
0: a light bright light and they disappear Mm -hmm. yeah okay so dean spits out some blood and then he helps ruby off the ground dean opens the door and we see anna with a bunch of blood on her hands we see she made a symbol with the blood on a mirror i I said that weird oh well Mm -hmm. whatever yeah (laughs) anna asks are they gone dean says did you kill them anna says no i sent them away far away dean says you want to tell me how Anna looks at the symbol and says, that just popped in my head. I don't know how I did it. I just did it. And then we get our opening title sequence. So we cut back to the same scene. Ruby is patching up Anna's wounds. To Sam, Dean says, so what do you think? Sam says, I think Anna's getting more interesting by the second. (laughs) Dean says, yeah, I agree. What did they mean by she's not innocent? Sam says, it seems like they want her bad and not just because of the angel radio thing. I mean, that blood spell, some serious crap, man. Dean says, Something's going on with her. See what you can find out. Sam asks, What are you going to do? Dean says, Anna may have sent the angels off to the outfield, uh, but sooner or later, they're going to be back. we got to get ourselves safe now. So we cut to Bobby's house. Dean and Anna are in the panic room. Dean tells her, Iron walls drenched in salt. Demons can't even touch the joint. Ruby calls through the open door, which I find racist, by the way.
1: Which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait racist you know? yeah like, okay whatever yeah. 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 yeah she's just
0: like <laughs> hanging out on the other side of the door <laughs> she doesn't
1: get to be in the cool kids club <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> dean says write your congressman ruby says here and tosses dean some hex bags dean says hex bags ruby says extra crunchy they'll hide us from the angels demons all comers dean says thanks ruby he gives a hex bag to anna and says don't lose this so anna what's playing on angel radio anything useful anna says it's quiet dead silence Dean says, good. That's not troubling at all. Anna says, we're in trouble, huh? You guys are scared? Dean says, nah. Sam calls out to Dean from another part of the house, so Dean tells Anna to stay put. He tells Ruby to keep an eye on Anna. When he gets to Sam, he asks, how's the car? Sam says, I got her. She's fine. Where's Bobby? Dean says, the Dominican. He said, we break anything, we buy it. (laughs) Sam says, is he working a job? Dean says, "God, I hope so. Otherwise, he's at hedonism in, in a banana hammock and a trucker hat." <laughs> oh no! Which I think, which I think is banana just like, hammock and a trucker hat. I can't. Bobby, no, in a speedo with his little
1: hat. You know he would
0: keep the hat on. Oh, he would. It's not like he's going to yeah. be out in the sunshine and not have his hat. I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, my brain keeps visioning it, and I don't want it to. Of course, the speedo is yellow because of the banana comment. That's why I'm yeah. best, like,
1: "It's yours yellow because mine in my mind is yeah. yellow." Like, uh, I feel like yellow and black of some variety of pattern.
0: I don't like it. I don't
1: like any of it. <laughs>
0: I do not like it. Can't stop picturing it.
1: No. Mm-mm. Ew. <laughs> Great. But also hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sam says, "Now that's seared into my brain." Dean asks, what did you find on Anna? Sam says, uh, not much. Her parents were rich in Amy Milton, a church deacon and a housewife. But there is something here in the report. It turns out this latest psych episode wasn't her first. When she was two and a half, she'd get hysterical anytime her dad got close. She was convinced that he wasn't her real dad. Dean asks, who was the plumber? a little snake in the pipes. Okay, was that necessary?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Okay.
0: Sam says, "Dude, you're confusing reality with porn again."
1: <laughs> well, clearly this has happened before. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he said again. So <laughs> Anna didn't say. She just kept repeating that this real father of hers was mad, very mad, like wanted to kill her mad. Dean says, "Kind of heavy for a 2-year-old." Sam says, well, she saw a kid shrink and got better and grew up normal. Dean says, until now. So what's she hiding? Suddenly, Anna is there, and she says, why don't you just ask me to my face? Uh, Ruby is also there. Dean says, nice job watching her. (laughs) Ruby says, I'm watching her. (laughs) Sam says, no, you're right, Anna. Is there anything you want to tell us? Anna says, about what? Sam says, the angels said you were guilty of something. Why would they say that? Anna says, you tell me tell me why my life has been leveled why my parents are dead i don't know i swear i would give anything to know sam says okay then let's find out anna says how we cut to some time later dean is leading an eyeless pamela barnes down the (laughs) stairs to bobby's panic room so you remember who pamela is okay yeah she was at the i think in the first yeah the first episode right yes okay so dean yells we're here sam says pamela hey pamela says sam is that you he says, yeah, I'm right here. She touches his face and says, know how I can tell? She <laughs> smacks his butt and says, that perky little ass of yours. You can could- see you, Pamela. <laughs> I know. I love that about her. She says, you could bounce a nickel off that thing. Of course I know it's you, grumpy. Same way I know that's a demon and that poor girl's Anna. And that you've been eyeing my rack. <laughs> Sam starts stam- stammering and I'm Pamela like, oh. laughs. She says, Don't sweat it, kiddo. I still got more senses than most. <laughs> hey, Anna, how are you? I'm Pamela. Dean told me what's been going on. I'm excited to help. Anna grabs Pamela's hands and says, Oh, that's nice of you. Pamela says, Oh, well, not really. Any chance I can dick over an angel, I'm taking it. <laughs> Anna says, Why? Pamela says, They stole something from me. She lifts up her sunglasses, and we see Pamela's eyes are solid white. Pamela says, Demony, I know, but they're just plastic good for business makes me look extra psychic don't you think yeah I mean how do you not love her
1: I know I think Pamela is like one of my favorite well yeah I can say that with confidence she's one of my favorites yeah like
0: she's yeah. just amazing mm-hmm. she's in a few more episodes mm-hmm. and in one of them I don't feel that way about her but in general yeah,
1: I think there's one of them that I'm kind of like what? but yeah I don't really I, I just remember that feeling but I don't remember like what happens We'll get there, though. Yeah, we sure <laughs> will.
0: Um, so she says, now how about you tell me what your deal is? Hmm? Don't you worry. And they walk into the panic room. We cut to Anna laying down on a bed. Pamela says, nice and relaxed. Now I'm going to count down from five to zero. When we're at zero, you'll be in a deep state, a deep state of <laughs> hypnosis. A deep steep. A deep steep. She's
1: tea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, as I count down, just go deeper and deeper, okay? Five, four, three, two, one. Deep sleep. Every muscle, calm and relaxed. Can you hear me? Anna says, I can hear you. Pamela says, Now, Anna, tell me, how can you hear the angels? How did you work that spell? Anna says, I don't know, I just did. Pamela says, Your father, what's his name? Anna says, Rich Milton. Pamela says, All right, but I want you to look further back when you were very young, just a couple of years old. Anna says, I don't want to. Pamela says, It'll be okay, Anna, just one look. That's all we need. Anna says, No. Pamela says, what's your dad's name? Your real dad. Why is he angry at you? Anna starts to get really agitated. She says no over and over. And then she says, he's going to kill me. Pamela says, Anna, you're safe. Then the lights start to flicker and the bulbs start to pop. Dean goes over to Anna, but she flails around and accidentally smacks Dean, which makes him go flying. Mm-hmm. Which means she's got to be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. you know, cause she Did just... she
1: smack him, though? Or did she just... She was just like arms powering. flailing around yeah. and it just hit him.
0: Yeah. That's oh, all. I don't
1: remember if she, like... Yeah, I just don't remember if she made contact, I guess. That's yeah. Because, like, obviously, she wasn't hitting him, you know? Right, but, right. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. She didn't make contact. Pamela says, wake in one, two, three, four, five. Anna, you all right? Anna opens her eyes and sits up. She says, thank you, Pamela. That helped a lot. I remember now. Sam says, remember what? Anna says, who I am. Dean says, I'll bite. Who are you? Anna says, I'm an angel. We cut to some time later in Bobby's living room. Anna says to Ruby, don't be afraid. I'm not like the others. Ruby says, I don't find that very reassuring. Mm -hmm. Pamela says, neither do I. Anna says, so Castiel, Uriel, they're the ones that came for me. Sam says, you know them? Anna says, we're kind of in the same foxhole. Dean says, so what? They're like your bosses or something? Anna says, try the other way around. Dean says, look at you. (laughs) Pamela says, but now they want to kill you? Anna says, orders are orders. I'm sure I have a death sentence on my head. I disobeyed, which for us is about the worst thing you can do. I fell. Dean said, meaning? Pamela says, she fell to earth, became human. Sam says, wait a minute, I don't understand. So angels can just become human? Anna says, it kind of hurts. Try cutting your kidney out with a butter knife. That kind of hurt. I ripped out my grace. Dean says, come again? Anna says, my grace, it's energy. Hacked it out and fell. My mother, Amy, couldn't get pregnant. Alice called me her little miracle. She had no idea how right she was. Dean says, so you just forgot that you were God's little power ranger? (laughs) Anna said, the older I got, the longer I was human, yeah. Ruby says, I don't think you all appreciate how completely screwed we are. (laughs) Anna says, Ruby's right. Heaven wants me dead. Ruby says, and hell just wants her. A flesh and blood angel that you can question torture that bleeds. Sister, you're the Stanley Cup. And sooner or later, heaven or hell, they're going to find you. Anna says, I know. And that's why I'm going to get it back. Sam asks, what? Anna says, my grace. Dean says, you can do that? Anna says, if I can find it. Dean says, so what? You're just going to take some divine bong hit and shazam? You're Roma Downey? Which I I looked up and now I don't remember who Roma Downey is. I don't know. Okay. Anna says, something like that. Dean says, all right, I like this plan. So where's this grace of yours? Anna says, lost track. I was falling about 10,000 miles per hour at the time. Sam says, wait, you mean falling like literally, like the way a human eye can see, like a comet or maybe a meteor? Anna says, why do you ask? We cut to some time later. Um, Sam did some computer research. Sam says here, in March 85, a meteorite vanished in the night sky over northwestern Ohio. It was sighted nine months before Anna was born, and she was born in that part of Ohio. Ruby says, you're pretty buff for a nerd.
1: (laughs) She's like, um, I can't be impressed. And I can't, no, I can't tell you that I'm impressed. So I'm just going to say that you're pretty. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, look what my boyfriend did.
0: (laughs) 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 Sam says, look, I think it was Anna. And here, same time, another meteor over Kentucky. Ruby says, and that's her grace. Sam says, might be. Ruby says, all right. So that just narrows it down to an entire state. Mm -hmm. Sam says, look, it's a start. Ruby says, Sam, I'm sorry. Sam says, for what? Ruby says, for bringing you this mess. If I had known, I would have kept my trap shut. Sam says, yeah, well, we'll muddle through. Ruby says, not this time. You do not want to get between these two armies. It's Godzilla and Mothra. If one- What's Mothra also? Mothra is like a giant moth-like creature that fights Godzilla. That's
1: disgusting. It is
0: disgusting. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it.
1: Okay, I don't want to I hate moths. But it's just one, I of hate the,
0: it's one of Godzilla's enemies, and they fight.
1: I mean, it would make sense. Everybody's enemy is the moth.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually,
1: okay, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of people don't like moths. <laughs> yeah, I do not like
0: moths. <laughs> so Ruby says, if one side doesn't get us, the other will. Sam says, so what do you want to do? Dump Anna and run? Forget it. Look, I know the angels freak you out. Ruby says, forget the angels. It's Alistair I'm scared of. You met him in the church, practically the Grand Inquisitor downstairs. Picasso with a razor. Sam says, and? She says, and you should pull him out and throw him back in the pit if you weren't so out of shape. No, your abilities. You're getting flabby. Sam says, yeah, so how do I tone up? Ruby says, you know how. You know what you got to do. Sam says, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Ruby says, Sam. But he says, I said no. Ruby says, well, then you better pray that Anna gets her groove back or we're all dead. Cut to nighttime Anna is outside staring at the stars. Dean pulls up and baby and he gets out and joins her. She says, Pamela, get home. Okay. Dean says, yeah. She said she was sorry. It's just after last time. She, uh, this is just a little too rich for her blood. Anna says, I don't blame her. You guys should do the same. Dean says, well, we're not that smart. <laughs> Can I ask you something? What do they want me for? Why did they save me? Anna says, I'm sorry. The angels aren't talking about it. And it was after I fell. Dean says, that's another question. Why would you fall? Why would you want to be one of us? Anna says, you don't mean that. Dean says, I don't? A bunch of miserable bastards. I mean, eating, crapping, confused, afraid. Anna says, I don't know. There's loyalty, forgiveness, love. Dean says, pain. Anna says, chocolate cake. (laughs) Dean says, guilt. Anna says, sex.
1: (laughs) And Dean's like, "Mm." Dean says, yeah, you
0: got me there. Anna says, I mean it. Every emotion, Dean, even the bad ones. It's why I fell. It's why I'd give anything not to have to go back. Anything. Dean says, feelings are overrated, if you ask me. She says, beats being an angel. Dean says, how is that possible? You guys are powerful and perfect. You don't doubt yourselves or God or anything. Anna says, perfect, like a marble statue. Cold, no choice, only obedience. Dean, do you know how many angels have actually seen God, seen his face? Dean says, All of you? (laughs) Anna says, Four angels. Four. And I'm not one of them. Dean says, That's it? Well, then how do you even know that there is a God? Anna says, We have to take it on faith, which we are killed if we don't have. I was stationed on earth 2,000 years, just watching, silent, invisible, out on the road, sick for home, waiting on orders from an unknowable father I can't even begin to understand. So don't tell me that. Dean starts chuckling. Anna says, what's so funny? <laughs> Dean says, nothing, sorry. It's just, I can relate. Sam comes I up...
1: mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, totally.
0: Sam comes up behind them and says, hey. Dean says, did you find something? Sam says, I think so. So they go inside and Sam points to a map. He says, Union, Kentucky, found some count- accounts of a local miracle. In 85, there was an empty field outside of town. Six months later, there was a full-grown oak. They say it looks like a century old at least. Dean says, Anna, what do you think? Anna says, the grace, where it hit. It could have done something like that. Easy. Dean says, so grace, ground zero. It's not destruction. It's, Anna says, pure creation. So we cut to baby driving down the road. Dean is driving. He looks at Anna and Ruby in the back seat and starts laughing. Ruby says, <laughs> I would. I know. <laughs> Ruby says, what? <laughs> Dean says, nothing. It's just an angel and a demon riding in the back seat. It's like a setup for a bad joke. <laughs> or a penthouse forum letter. <laughs> Sam says, dude, reality, porn.
1: (laughs) Get this straight, dude. This Uh, is not a thing.
0: (laughs) Dean says, you call this reality? So we cut to the morning. They all get out of the car and approach the tree. Dean says, it's beautiful. Anna says, it's where the grace touched down. I can feel it. Dean says, you ready to do this? Anna says, not really. They all walk up to the tree. Sam says, Anna, what are we even looking for? Anna touches the tree and says, it doesn't matter. It's not here. Not anymore. Someone took it. So we cut to a barn. I'm not really sure where they are. and I don't think they're back at Bobby's. I think they're just in some barn.
1: Uh, yeah. It wasn't I mean, really clear. Maybe. Doesn't Bobby have... I mean, he's got a bunch of space. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm, not, I'm just not really sure. I have no so, idea. Yeah. Anna's brooding outside. Dean comes up and says, Well, we still got the hex bags. I say we head back to the panic room. Ruby walks up and says, What? Forever? Dean says, I'm just thinking out loud. Ruby says, Oh, you call that thinking? Sam comes up and says, hey, stop it. Ruby says, Anna's grace is gone. You understand? She can't angel up. She can't protect us. We can't find heaven and hell. One side maybe, but not my butt. <laughs> not my
1: butt. But- <laughs> but- <laughs> but not <laughs> my <laughs> butt. <laughs> we can
0: fight heaven and hell, but not my butt. That's right. Um, but not both. Not at once. Anna says, um, guys, the angels are talking again. Sam asks, what are they saying? Anna says, it's weird, like a recording. A loop. It says, Dean Winchester gives us Anna by midnight, or we hurl him back to damnation. Uh, And Dean looks upset about this. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sam says, Anna, do you know of any weapon that works on an angel? Anna says, to what? Kill them? Nothing we could get to. Not right now. Dean says, okay, wait. I say we call Bobby. We get him back from hedonism. Mm -hmm. Sam says, Dean, what's he going to tell us that we don't already know? Dean says, I don't know, but we got to think of something. We cut to Dean outside looking at some papers on the trunk of baby. Anna comes up and Dean says, how are you holding up? Anna says, trying, a little scared, I guess. So, Dean, I just wanted to thank you. Dean's like, for what? She says, everything. You guys, you didn't have to help me. Dean says, hey, let's can the thanks for trying speech, you know. Mm -hmm. Participation trophies suck ass. She's, also, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: They're like the dumbest thing. Like, okay, everybody's a winner. No, everybody is not a winner. And you're setting people up for failure later on in life because they're always going to think that they have to win and they're always, oh, don't even get me started. Oh my goodness.
0: Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was such a thing.
1: <laughs> it is slightly, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um,
0: she says, I don't know. Maybe I don't deserve to be saved. Dean says, don't talk like that. Anna says, I disobeyed. Lucifer disobeyed. It's our murder one, and I knew it. Maybe I got to pay. Dean says, yeah, well, we've all done things we got to pay for. Anna says, I got to tell you something. You're not going to like it. About a week ago, I heard the angels talking about you, what you did in hell. Dean, I know. She touches his face and says, it wasn't your fault. You should forgive yourself. Dean says, Anna, I don't want to. I can't talk about that. She says, I know, but when you can, you have people that want to help. You're not alone. That's all I'm trying to say. Then she kisses him. He says, what was that for? She says, you know, our last night on Earth, all that. <laughs> Dean says, you're stealing my best line. And then he kisses her. So we cut to the vaccine to baby. They take their clothes off. In- and
1: yay for shirtless Jensen! I know. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and
0: then when Anna gets on top of Dean, she pulls or she puts her hand on Castiel's handprint on Dean's shoulder. Aww. Which I thought was artistic.
1: Yes. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know. To me, in my mind, it was kind of like a, you know, like she's saving him from that moment of just like, Ugh, yeah, you know? yeah. That's the that's the reason why that mark is there. Is Castiel was saving him from hell, you right. know? And so she's like. We're going to have a moment here, and let's forget about it, you know. Yeah.
0: But anyways, yeah.
1: that's kind of where my brain
0: went. Um, yeah. I thought... I liked the sex scene. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought... I was a little surprised when she kissed him for the first time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it didn't seem like a kissing moment. So I was kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. You know?
1: I think she genuinely likes him mm-hmm. you know it's not just like a, well it's the last night on earth she's like using yeah. that as an excuse right but i think she actually does like like him and pities him yeah and like is like okay like we are similar you know yeah so
0: yeah and i think like from his interactions with her i can see that he genuinely likes her mm-hmm. so yeah yeah okay um then from the outside of the car we see that the windows are all steamed up Someone's hand presses to the window like in Titanic. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So we cut to Ruby watching Sam sleep. She goes outside and sets fire to the hex bag. Then Alistair is there. Um, I say she goes outside. I think she actually travels a ways from the barn. I don't think she's just like outside the barn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she sets fire to the hex bag and then Alistair is there. He says, hello, Ruby. I have to say, I'm surprised to find you out in the open like this. Ruby says, yeah, desperate times. Alistair says that they are. Alistair holds up the demon killing knife and says, are you looking for this? Your gawky human friend gave it to me. Ruby says, keep it. I just came to talk. Alistair says, about what? About how a demon is protecting an angel. We really must revoke your membership. Ruby says, look, I know I'm not employee of the month, but this, I never wanted to get in the middle of this. Alistair says, why are you here, Ruby? Ruby says, I'll give you the angel. Alistair says, will you in return? Ruby says, I walk away. Me and the Winchester boys, both of them. This angel business is none of our business. Alistair says, "Hmm. you know, I've always heard that you were a devious, cowardly little slut. You don't disappoint. She says, so what do you say? Alistair says, it's interesting. Prudent. Suddenly, two demons are there, and they restrain Ruby. Alistair says, but uh, let me make you a counteroffer. We cut to Dean walking into the barn. Uriel is there. Uriel says, look at you. It's so cute when monkeys wear clothes. (laughs) Dean says, I'm dreaming, aren't I? Uh Uriel says, it's the only way we could chat, since you're hiding like cowards. Dean says, don't normally see you off-leash. Uriel says, Castiel... Oh, he's, uh, he's not here. See, he has this weakness. He likes you. Time's up, boy. We want the girl. Dean says, wouldn't try that if I were you. See, she's got her grace back. A full-blown angel now. Uriel pulls out a necklace and says, that would be a neat trick, considering I have her grace right here. We see some swirling liquid in a glass in a bottle, or in a, yeah, liquid or gas, sorry. We see some swirling liquid or gas in a bottle in the necklace. Uriel says, we can't let hell get their hooks into her. Dean says, well, then why don't you just give her back her angel juice? Uriel says, she committed a serious crime. Dean says, what, thinking for herself? Uriel says, this is our business, not yours. She's not even human. Not technically. Dean says, yeah, well, I guess I just like being a pain in the pooper. (laughs) I really like that line.
1: (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think it's so funny. And I don't know why, like... It's just,
0: yeah. Pooper is just a silly word. Yeah. That's why I think. I think it's
1: because instead of saying a pain in the ass or whatever, mm-hmm. like because he said a pain in the pooper, it just is so much more funny. Yeah, you know? it <laughs> is.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Uriel says, No, there's more. You cut yourself a slice of angel food cake, didn't you? You did. <laughs> Dean asks, What do you care? You're junkless down there, right? Like a Ken doll. <laughs> Uriel says, Well, it's your last chance. Give us the girl, or Dean says, Or what? What, you're going to toss me back in the hole? You're bluffing. Uriel says, try me. This is a whole lot bigger than the plans we got for you, Dean. You can be replaced. Dean says, what the hell? Go ahead and do it. Uriel says, you're just crazy enough to go, aren't you? Dean says, what can I say? I don't break easy. Uriel says, oh, yes, you do. You just got to know where to apply the right pressure. So we cut to Ruby strapped down and being tortured by Alistair. Ruby is screaming, and Alistair says, you know the problem with your generation? "'Instant gratification. (laughs) "'It's all now, now, now. "'No patience. "'No craftsmanship. "'But I do have to say, "'this knife of yours, "'it is an exquisite piece. "'You must tell me where you found it. "'You know, I haven't been up here "'since Poland, 43. "'Truth is, I loathe it. "'It's chilly. "'No stink of blood or sizzle of flesh "'or the wet flap of flayed skin. "'I don't know how you stand it. "'So the sooner you cooperate, "'the sooner I can finish up "'with this ghastly angel business "'and return home to my studies.' But no rush. Let's take our time. Relish the moment. Uh, Ruby has a piece of leather covering her mouth and chin. I just want to say throughout this whole scene, Ruby's like noises of getting tortured Mm -hmm. were very believable yeah Yeah, i was Mm -hmm. impressed with the actress in this moment Mm -hmm. she really sold it i thought yeah yeah alistair says now i'm gonna remove this talking about her chin her mouse strap restraint Mm -hmm. but don't you go smoking out of that meat you won't get very far he takes it off and says now you tell me where the angel is ruby says no i tell you you kill me but i'll show you So we cut to morning in the barn. Dean is drinking alcohol. (laughs) As you do in the morning. I know. Sam says, I don't know, man. Where's Ruby? Dean says, hey, she's your hell buddy. And he drinks some more. Anna says, it's a little early for that, isn't it? Dean says, it's 2 a.m. somewhere. (laughs) Anna asks, you okay? Dean says, yeah, of course. Then a strong wind blows the barn doors open and in walks Ariel and Castiel. Uh, I said his name weird, Castiel. That sounds better. <laughs> the doors close behind them. Cass says, Hello, Anna. It's good to see you. Sam says, How? How'd you find us? Castile looks at Dean, who looks ashamed. Sam says, Dean? Dean looks at Anna and says, I'm sorry. Sam says, Why? Anna says, Because they gave him a choice. They either kill me or kill you. I know how their minds work. She kisses Dean and says, You did the best you could. I forgive you. To the other angels, okay, wait, first I want to talk about that. <laughs> Uh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you could tell that Dean has a lot of guilt about a lot of things that have happened recently and that this just isn't helping. Yeah. And so she's like, dude, I don't blame you. Like, it's not your fault. It you know? was lovely
0: that she forgave him. I'm mm-hmm. glad that the writers decided to go with that direction because, honestly, yeah. he just boffed her and then gave her up. Yeah. You know I'm what just I mean? like, here
1: you go. Yeah. I
0: mean, I could see a girl being pissed about that sort of thing.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> so
0: I thought it was lo- a lovely choice to have her forgive him. Um, so to the Gather Angels, um, Anna says, okay, no more tricks, no more running. I'm ready. Cass says, I'm sorry. Anna says, no, you're not. Not really. You don't know the feeling. Cass says, still, we have a history. It's just, Anna says, orders are orders. I know. Just make it quick. Just then, Alistair and Ruby and a couple other demons are there. Alistair says, don't you touch a hair on that poor girl's head. Ruby's all bloody and rough looking, and she kind of creeps over into the corner yeah. And hides.
1: <laughs> yeah. just like, eh. She's I like, I am. Over here yeah, now. I'm just going
0: to go hide over here. Yeah. Uriel says, how dare you come in this room, you pussing sore. Alistair says, name calling. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> you sanctimonious, fanatical prick. <laughs> Cass says, turn around and walk away now. Alistair says, sure. Just give us the girl. We'll make sure she gets punished. Good and proper. Cass says, you know who we are and what we will do. I won't say it again. Leave now or we will lay you to waste. Alistair says, think I'll take my chances. Then Uriel and the two demon henchmen start fighting while well, Cass tries to kill Alistair with his hand to Alistair's forehead, but nothing happens. Alistair says, Sorry, kiddo, why don't you go run to daddy? Then he starts kicking Cass's ass. Uriel, Uriel smites one of the demons. Alistair has Cass by the throat and starts Latin chanting. Before he can finish, Dean hits him in the face with some metal object alistair says dean 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 i am so disappointed you had such promise and then he starts choking sam and dean with his mind powers uriel smites the other demon henchmen then anna grabs her grace from around uriel's neck and breaks the bottle on the ground white glowing smoke rushes into her mouth she falls to her knees and says shut your eyes shut your eyes ruby sam and dean all cover their eyes a white light explodes from anna and when the light fades alistair and anna are gone Dean picks up the demon killing knife. Dean says, Well, what are you guys waiting for? Go get Anna. Unless, of course, you're scared. Uriel says, This isn't over. Dean says, Oh, it looks over to me, Junkless. <laughs> I love that he calls him Junkless. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. Then Uriel and Castile teleport away. Ruby limps out from hiding. Sam says, You okay? Ruby says, Not so much. Dean says, What took you so long to get here? Ruby says, sorry, I'm late with the demon delivery. I was only being tortured. Dean says, I got to hand it to you, Sammy, bringing them all together at once, angels and demons. It was a damn good plan. Sam says, yeah, well, when you got Godzilla and Mothra on your ass, best to get out of their way and let them fight. Dean says, yeah, now you're just bragging. (laughs) Sam says, so I guess she's some big time angel now, huh? She must be happy wherever she is. Dean says, I doubt it. So we cut to Sam and Dean sitting on the roof of Baby, parked outside of a lonely road, parked on the side of a lonely road. They're drinking beers. Dean says, can't believe we made it out of there. Sam says, again, and they clink bottles and drink. And Dean says, I know you heard him. Sam says, who? Dean says, Alistair. What he said about how I had promise. Sam says, I heard him. Dean says, you're not curious? Sam says, Dean, I'm damn curious, but you're not talking about hell and I'm not pushing. Dean says, it wasn't four months, you know. It was four months up here, but down there, I don't know, time's different. It was more like 40 years. Sam says, oh my God. Dean says, they sliced and carved and tore at me in ways that you, until there was nothing left, and then suddenly I would be whole again, like magic, so they could just start in all over. And Alistair, at the end of every day, everyone, he would come over, and he would make me an offer to take me off the rack if I put souls on. If I started the torturing and every day I told him to stick it where the sun don't shine for 30 years. I told him, but then I couldn't do it anymore. Sammy, I couldn't, and I got off that rack. God help me. I got right off of it and I started ripping them apart. I lost count of how many souls, the things that I did to them. Dean's single man tears. Sam says, Dean, look, you held out for 30 years. That's longer than anyone would have. Dean is full on crying now. He's double
1: man tearing. He
0: he is like scrunch faced crying. Yeah. Ugh. Mm -hmm. It is hard to see. Yeah. Dean says, how I feel this inside me. I wish I couldn't feel anything, Sammy. I wish I couldn't feel a damn thing. And credits.
1: This was was kind of a depressing episode.
0: It is a depressing
1: (laughs) episode. Because there's a fruit fly
0: somewhere. There is a fruit fly all (laughs) in my face business.
1: (laughs) I don't know where it's coming. It keeps, like, you shoot it off, and then it comes over
0: to me, and then it goes back to you. I don't know why it's, like, it just wants to be right here.
1: (laughs) Maybe it just wants to look at its reflection in your glasses. Maybe. It's (laughs) freaking me out a little bit. (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah. It keeps, like, buzzing around here, though, and I see it, but I can I'm never quick enough to actually grab it. But.
0: Well, I think this is the first time we see Dean full on cry. I know we've seen a man tear. I think, but so. he, this is like yeah. face scrunched, crying, trying, yeah. trying not to like sob. sob. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think this is. Yeah, I think this is the first like real crying. Yes, that we see from him. Yes, potentially, except for well.
0: I think we see it again. What about the
1: episode, though, where um, Sam has to put down the werewolf?
0: I think he just single-man tears. Oh, he did? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he single-man teared. I Sam full-on Sam full-on full on on sobbed. But I don't but think, I think that Dean did.
1: Yeah. I think... Yeah, no, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think he did. He definitely like had a single-man tear going yeah. on, but he wasn't like... Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only time that I, that I could think of that he would... Mm-hmm. Have that reaction.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, I could just not be remembering things, but <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's
0: the first time. I'm gonna stand by that. Yeah.
1: Okay. We're going with it. Okay. <laughs> um. So my thoughts <laughs> on this episode, I have a few. Okay. Um, Anna was the first to use the little angel blaster spell thing, which I think is kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that is cool. Even though she didn't really know what she was. Do- I mean, she knew what she was doing, but didn't know at the same time. Right. 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 Um. Also, I think it's kind of interesting, so, like, with Anna being an angel, like, you, it makes sense that she saw that orderly, like, demon face mm-hmm. in the last one, because, and to me, that was kind of, like, a little bit of a giveaway, because I didn't totally remember how this whole, hap- whole thing happened, you know, because mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, because angels, and I think demons as well, are the only ones that can, like, see... The true true forms forms. of the other ones. I think so, so too. um, That I was like, okay, you know, like a little bit of a hint to it, but not Mm -hmm. really. Um, Also, when Pamela was um, hypnotizing Anna, like, how does Pamela know what to ask like when she was two and like what was her first father well you know, i think
0: like, i think she knew that because dean went was, and picked her up and so they had that car ride back where and dean said he filled her in on anna oh, okay, so i yeah. think dean told her all that stuff that's true that's what i think
1: or could she see it
0: yeah maybe you know, like, she is maybe a she, psychic yeah she's like you know?
1: seeing what anna is seeing and she's yeah. like who is that who is that and she mm-hmm. just doesn't want to talk about it. you know that's kind of what i got from it okay but i don't know I have no idea. It was kind of interesting. I was like, how... Is it she knows because she got told, or is it she knows because she's saying it? You yeah. Know? Um. Anyways. um. So, I think it's hilarious that Sam has now boffed a demon, mm-hmm. and Dean has now boffed an angel. I know! And there's a certain situation... I think it's kind of funny. It's like almost kind of foreshadowing for like way later on right. for the two boys
0: for one season away next, dedicated next
1: season. to certain you yeah. know anyways but that's all I'm gonna say because I don't want to give anything away right, right right um also I think it's hilarious when Uriel's like I think it's so cute when the monkeys wear clothes or something yeah. like that it's like he knows yeah <laughs> he knows what they did you know yeah, <laughs> like,
0: he sure does
1: so anyways but that was kind of funny also Alistair has like a decent underbite.
0: Oh, I didn't notice. Like,
1: it, either, I don't know if it's like the way he's talking to him, like make himself sound or like um, look creepy or yeah. like bad or whatever, if he's just like kind of talking and doing this like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, he's
0: got a little bit of an underbite there. Like, yeah, I, don't I didn't know. notice that. We see Alistair yeah. again, but he's in a different meat suit, and the meat yeah. suit that he's in. I think the next time we see him, I love that actor so much. Yeah. He's in a million different things. But um, what I loved him most in was the show called Sanctuary.
1: I haven't seen
0: So I'll I'll talk about it when he comes in. He plays Jack the Ripper in that show. Okay. Um, That's a good fucking show. (laughs) Uh, The woman who plays Naomi Mm an Angel. Do you remember Naomi the Angel? Yes. She Mm -hmm. is also like the lead in that show. Okay. Anyway, I love the, the next Alistair we're going to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. Um, let's see what... Uh, oh, also, the only other note that I have is, like, I just feel bad for Ruby. You know, because at this point, she's, like, kind of proved her worth, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, she's, you know, seeming to be on the good side, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. of things. So it's, like, you just kind of feel bad when she's getting, like, tortured. And she made she did a good job of, like, acting like she was being tortured and that sort of stuff. Like, she really did, Mm because it was was believable.
0: Yeah, it was. I was impressed with the actress. Yeah. With Genevieve. Yeah. I love that name. I
1: like Genevieve. It's Mm -hmm. a pretty name, yes. Mm -hmm. I like their daughter's name, Odette. Oh, yeah. That's so cute, too. They're all, like, very, like, I wouldn't say vintage names, but just very, like, elegant names, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, agreed. I like it. But... So, what was your favorite moment from this episode, or moments? Because I have more than one.
0: (laughs) Are you ready for this? Yes. Banana hammock and a choker hat. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote a little note. Favorite moment next to it. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't deal with it. My brain, my my brain like shows it to me, and I try and reject it, <laughs> it just doesn't get rejected. But it just burns right through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. my favorite moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love that like Sam and Dean have to visualize it because yeah. it's been said. They're
1: like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. what's guess. your favorite moment?
1: So that's one of yeah. my favorite moments. Well,
0: yeah.
1: Also. The Sam going, dude, you're confusing reality with porn again. I know, I love that. <laughs> like, because clearly this happens a lot. Yeah, it must. Also, Heinz Pamela is hilarious. Oh, to me. she is
0: always hilarious.
1: Yeah. And then Dean saying, well, I just like being a pain in the pooper. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Pain in the paper. I knew you were going <laughs> to pick that one. I have it. a lot
1: of favorites. This one's kind of one of those, like, it's a, it's a sad episode, but also it's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: It's like, really only sad at the end when Dean gets all emotional.
1: Yeah. The, um, I think, uh, the, I don't know. I think the whole thing overall is supposed to be maybe a little bit more on the sad side. Side, mm-hmm. but I like the comic breaks that they have in there for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause,
0: yeah, because you get the sense that, like, Anna, Anna didn't really want to turn back into an angel, but she had to do it to save everybody.
1: Yeah. She didn't really have any, like, options. Yeah. Really. So. That's kind of sad. hmm But, um, okay, so our interesting facts in this episode, um... It says the episode title, um, was Hell's Angels until just a few days before airing. Um, it was changed after notice of trademark infringement by Hell's Angels Motorcycle Corporation. Oh, wow. So. That's which, funny. I mean, okay, I get it, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I mean, also I get the title. Like, I can kind of see yeah. where they got that. But I like Heaven and Hell better. I think it's better I think suited it's, anyways. Yeah, me too. So. Um, so it says, Jensen says that during the confession scene where Dean tells Sam what happened in hell, although he didn't originally intend to play it quite so emotionally, when he was in the moment and in Deaton's headspace, that's what, hap- that's what happened, so he rolled with it. Um, Jensen says that though his brain knew it wasn't real, his body didn't and was working through the physical reaction to emotion. He got so worked up that when the director yelled cut, he couldn't stop crying and had to walk uh, walk it off um, about half a mile up the long road they were filming on because he knew he would have to do another take. Like, oh, man. That's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, however, um, they had done the close-up coverage of him first with several cameras and what we see of Dean in this scene is almost all from the first take. Um, Jared says that he and the crew were also affected by Jensen's performance and everybody got emotional.
0: Oh, mm, I know.
1: Um, also, like... Sometimes when people, it's, I think it would, to me, it would be harder, like, because, you know, as an actor, he's not trying to cry, but then he just gets so emotional that it's just, like, he can't help it, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, well, now I feel bad, you know, and then you start to feel sad, and it's just, like, a whole thing. Yeah. I can see, I can see where that Mm -hmm. happened, yeah. Um... Also, the hand slamming onto the fogged car window at the end of Dean and Anna's sex scene is a reference to the film Titanic. Yes, Ta-da. for sure. Um, Julie McNiven. Yep. Okay. Um, said that they had just had to, or said that they just had to do it. It was too easy an opportunity for a pop culture reference to pass up. Yeah, I love <laughs> I mean, it. Really, it it, it is, you can't not do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So the um. The reference, the research from this week is about 10 true stories of angel encounters. Oh. It's uh, liveabout.com. I mean, and true to whatever. It's like people, I think it's like people writing in from like somebody's playing like, sounds like mariachi music downstairs. <laughs> yeah, just I hear, really I hear it. I hear I uh, hear it. like, oh, hey. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like people um, just writing in and saying whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah liveabout.com it says people from all over the world have reported encounters with mysterious beings Um, they appear to bring important messages or lend much needed assistance then vanish without a trace could they be angels or even guardian angels Um, some of the most fascinating and uplifting stories of the unexplained are those that people perceive as being miraculous in nature Uh, sometimes they take the form of answered prayers or or are interpreted as the actions of guardian angels um, these remarkable events and encounters lend comfort, strength, and faith, and even save lives. Uh, they almost always seem to happen when they are needed most. It says, are they literally from heaven, or are they the result of the interaction of our consciousness with a profoundly mysterious universe? However you view them, these real-life experiences are worth our attention. Um, so this... One is an angel's guiding hand. It says, Jackie B believes that her guardian angel came to her aid on two occasions to help her avoid serious injury. Um, According to her testimony, she actually physically felt and heard this protective force. Uh, Both encounters happened when she was a child of kindergarten age. The first experience took place at a popular sledding hill where Jackie was enjoying the day with her family.
0: I just heard you say sledding hill.
1: Sledding, not sledding. <laughs> okay, that's good. Kindergartner going sledding, that's true. no, I
0: was like, wait a minute.
1: Whoa, what happened? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, also, is that like, I mean, I guess, to me in my mind that would mean like, dressing in skanky clothes and going out clubbing. <laughs> going
0: sledding. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know if clubbing comes to mind when I think of sledding. That's like the
1: first thing my mind goes to. I That's don't know I mean. why. But I also I've never been to a club so I don't. You've never, never been clubbing? I've never been clubbing. What? So like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay this one time Raquel and I were like we're gonna go. This was like a few years ago not that long ago and we're like okay we're gonna go and we're just gonna do this and like she had gone and I was like I haven't gone and she's like we're gonna go and we're just gonna like get it over with or whatever and I'm like okay and (laughs) so I get to her parent or her mom's house and um we I think I got there at, like, probably, like, 7 or so, because we're like, well, mm-hmm. you go later anyways. Right. And so we get all ready, and we, know, we do our hair, we do our makeup, and we're just, like, about to change into our clothes to go. And we both look at each other, and we're just like, I don't want
0: to. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're like. That we're, is wild. We're, so,
1: we're, like, such old ladies. I'm not even joking you. We're like, this sounds like a lot of effort. <sighs> <laughs> and so we got all ready we did our hair and our makeup and everything and then we just put on our pajamas and watched phantom of the opera oh my god and ate popcorn and drink wine like that was what we did oh was- <laughs> no
0: oh i i'm amazed you've escaped it it's like i don't think i've ever gone clubbing because i wanted to go clubbing but it was like an event that i had to go to oh
1: see i never went and i didn't really know true. anybody that went you yeah. know like so i didn't
0: not I've that been a I, bunch of times. Yeah, I
1: just didn't have an opportunity to go, I guess. And like the one time that I had an opportunity, both both Raquel and I are just like, let's let's just like slum it and watch a movie yeah. and eat food instead. This sounds much better. Yeah. One
0: time I got a story for you. One time um I Eric and I weren't dating yet, but we definitely liked each other. I was still living with another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went clubbing with some coworkers and Eric came because he was a coworker. Mm-hmm. And we just had the best time. Eric cannot dance. He doesn't understand like rhythm or like dancing to the beat. Like none of that happens to Eric. There is no Eric. beat there's, Yeah, there's yeah. Just, yeah. So he, but he likes to dance, and it's mm-hmm. just all over the place. And so we had such as a, long as he's having
1: fun, like that he makes is, it yeah. fun. You yeah, know, like.
0: Yeah. We all had such a fun time. We did, We went into coma, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and my feet were hurting. We were go- we were going to go spend the night at one of my coworkers' apartments after that. And my feet were hurting really bad because I was wearing heels. Mm-hmm. And so in the parking lot of the apartment, Eric picked me up to carry me inside mm-hmm. and he tripped. Oh no. And instead of dropping me He took a knee to the ground and ripped up his jeans, ripped up his knee, and I spent hours picking gravel out of his knee. Uh. And all he could say was, I fell for you. (laughs) Oh was so sweet. Oh, my God. I loved him even then, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah wow <laughs> it was just so swoon worthy you know what i mean oh yeah. i know good we were, job eric yeah so cute yeah every time he tells that story he's like i fell for you <laughs> but i'm glad he didn't throw me but i feel that like yeah. any other person probably would or, have like, dropped land me. on you or something yeah like, oh. yeah totally yeah uh, it worked out <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh
1: no, you're good. I'm trying to. Fig- I'm like trying to read and figure out where's Um. Oh, sledding hill, not the sledding hill. Right. <laughs> um. So she decided to try sledding down the deepest or the steepest part of the hill. Um. And then she closed her eyes and started going down. And she said, apparently, I apparently hit something going down and was spitting out, spitting, spinning, <laughs> <of control." laughs> spinning out of control. I was just spitting out of control. She says I was heading for the metal guardrail and I didn't know what to do. Oh man! Uh, she said I suddenly felt something push my chest down. I came within less than a half an inch of the rail, but I didn't hit it. And she says I could have lost my nose. Yeah. Ugh. Um, it says Jackie's second experience occurred during her birthday celebration at school. She had run across the playground to place her crown on a bench. Um, while running back to her friends, three boys tripped her. Uh, the playground was filled with metal objects and wood chips. Uh, Jackie went flying and something hit her just below the eye. Uh, she says, but I felt something pull me back when I fell. The teacher said that they saw me sort of fly forward and then fly back at the same time. Hmm. As they hurried me to the nurse's office, I heard an unfamiliar voice keep telling me, don't worry, I'm here. God doesn't want anything to happen to his baby. Oh, wow. Like, okay. that's And that's kind of interesting. Like, you know, like... You see somebody, like, sees her flying forward, and then all of a sudden just, like, get, like, thrown, I mean, not thrown back, but just, like, flying forward and then flying backwards all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like, nope, redirection. Yeah. You know, that doesn't happen. Um. Uh. Oh, hold on. Um. So, this one is The Reading Angel. It says, it's remarkable how many stories of angels come out of hospital experience um it may not be so hard to understand why we remind ourselves that they are places of sharply wait it may not be so hard to understand why when we remind ourselves that they are places of sharply focused emotions prayers and hope um it says reader debaler baby, probably the screen name or whatever, entered the hospital in 1994 with acute pain from a fibroid tumor the size of a grapefruit in her uterus. Oh my god. Uh, The surgery was successful, but more complicated than expected, and her troubles weren't over. It says uh, she recalls that she was in horrible pain. She had an allergic reaction to the morphine she was given, and the doctors tried to counteract it with other medications. Uh, This made a bad experience even worse. She just had a major surgery, and now she was dealing with the pain of an acute drug reaction um after receiving more pain medication she was able to sleep for a few hours she says i woke in the middle of the night according to the wall clock it was 2:45. i heard someone speaking and realized it was at my bedside she says um it was a young woman with short brown hair and wearing a white hospital staff uniform she was sitting and reading aloud from the bible i said to her am i all right why are you here with me Um, the woman visiting her stopped reading but did not look up. She simply said, I was sent here to make sure you'd be all right. You're going to be just fine. Now you should get some rest and go back to sleep. Um, she began to read again and, uh, the lady drifted back off to sleep. Uh, the next morning she explained the experience to her doctor who checked and said that no staff had visited her overnight. Um, she asked all of the nurses and no one knew who the person was. Um, she says to this day, she says, I believe that I was visited by my guardian angel that night. She was sent to comfort me and assure me that I would be okay. Coincidentally, the time on the clock that night, two forty-five AM is the exact time rec- recorded on my birth certificate that I was born.
0: Oh, weird. Um, so
1: that's kind of cool. That is. Um, it says, uh, Oh, hold on. I skipped. Oh no. Okay, Um, this one is the angel nurse. Um, It says in 1998, Luke was diagnosed with bone bone cancer bone Hmm. uh, bone cancer at the tender age of eight. Um, As sometimes happens, he came down with an infection, which meant he had to go to the hospital. He was there for about two weeks, and that's when something remarkable happened. One evening, Luke's mother was sitting at a bedside at his bedside, quietly praying as he slept. Um, A nurse came into the room to check Luke's temperature, but his mother noted something rather peculiar about her. Uh, The nurse is wearing an old-fashioned uniform of the type that would have been common 30 years earlier in the 1960s. Uh, The nurse noticed that Luke's mother had a Bible by the side of the bed. Um, She said she was a Christian, too, and that she would pray for Luke's healing. Luke's family had never seen this odd nurse before, and they never saw her again in Luke's remaining time at the hospital. Um... I came. Uh, Luke says he came out of the hospital fully healed from the infection. Um, and he was 19 when he was telling the story. And remarkably, he is now f- uh, completely free of cancer. And he said, my mom believes this nurse could have been a guardian angel coming down to give my mom some hope. Um, he says, if she wasn't an angel, why would she be wearing 1960s old-fashioned nurse clothing?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Um, but yeah, so and there's, there's a bunch of these... Um, on there but those are kind of the well okay there's one more i guess that i was gonna read um and this is pushed to safety by an angel um it says back in 1980 deb was a single mother with two infants living in san Bernard- bernardino county california um she occasionally needed reliable babysitters um and f- or fortunately her parents lived only about 30 miles away in alta loma Um, Deb would usually drop off the children at her parents' house, go do whatever she needed to do, and then pick them up in the evening. Um, one night, Deb had retrieved her babies from her parents' place and was heading home. It was relatively late, about 11.30 p.m. Um, Deb was driving her old clunker, (laughs) in quotes. (laughs) Um, it says, among the car's many deficiencies, the gas gauge was broken, requiring her to guess when the old thing needed fuel. Oh, that would (laughs) Um, suck. Occasionally, her guessing was off. (laughs) Um, she said, halfway home, the car started to putter, and then I realized I was on empty. I pulled off at r- uh, the first off-ramp that I could, and was just—and it just happened to be one that was slightly uphill. Um, almost at the top of the exit, my car died, and there was absolutely nothing around except empty fields and distant lights at a truck stop about a quarter of a mile down the road. With no cars in sight, Deb didn't know what to do. The kids were asleep, and walking miles while carrying two kids in the middle of the night was not a good option.
0: No.
1: Um, this was before cell phones, so she could not call for help. Um... She said, I put my head on the steering wheel while saying a short and panicky prayer. Um, I hadn't even finished when I heard a few taps on my window. Uh, She said, when she looked up, she saw a clean-cut young man standing there who Deb estimated to be about 21 years old. He motioned for her to roll down the window. Um, She says, I remember I was surprised, but I wasn't even in the slightest bit afraid, even though normally I would have been terrified. Uh, Because, like, somebody just comes up to your window, and you're in the middle, like, alone in the middle of the night, like, you know. Right. It says the young man was dressed well and had a faint smell of soap. (laughs) Hmm. He didn't ask if she needed help. Instead, he told her to put the car in neutral and would help her over the last small hill toward a place that she could get gas. Um, She said, I thanked him and followed his instructions. The car started moving. I steered it towards the lights at the truck stop and turned around to yell thank you to him. Um... Deb says she says he was so nice my car kept moving but the young man was nowhere in sight I mean this area was completely remote there was absolutely nowhere he could have gone that quickly even if there was somewhere to go um I don't even know where he came from to begin with um Deb's car continued to roll down the hill until it reached the truck stop she was able to get the gas she needed and the kids remained sound asleep um she says I've always trusted God to take care of us but in relating to that But in relating that story many times to my children, who are now 30 and 32, they know for a fact that angels do exist and are sent to us if we just believe. Um, She says, I always thought it was so amazing that we were sent to someone who would, or that we were sent to someone who would I would trust so instinctively without question. Um, Since that incident, I've come to believe that we probably encounter angels all the time and take for granted who they really are. Um, I think they come in shapes and sizes, in all shapes and sizes, young and old, and sometimes when we least expect them.
0: Oh, that's nice. Some kind some, of it's cool a nice story. way to think, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like when you need it, there, there, there could be help. Yeah. So, um, so what is your idjit or ask but moment from this week?
0: Okay, so there's these candles that I really love. I've become such a candle person in the last year. I'm not really sure how this happened. <laughs> Actually, I know how it happened. I got this candle from Target last year, mm-hmm. and the scent is called pine cone pumpkin or pumpkin pine cone or something like that. Mm-hmm. I never burn this candle on the days you're coming over because it's got a cinnamon scent. And I know oh, really you yeah. don't like the, the cinnamon sc- or it gives you a yeah. headache or something. I was,
1: like I don't I, I don't know if I don't like the smell because it makes me feel bad mm-hmm. or if I just don't like the smell. You know, yeah, like, no, got <laughs> I haven't figured that part out. Yeah.
0: Well, this <laughs> particular scent has helped me so much when I'm feeling anxious.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw somebody posted a picture of you with the candle driving down the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't lit, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. um, Not a lit one.
0: Right, so, um, so I got a bunch of them, and, um, I thought, you know, it's a fall, it's part of their, like, seasonal candles, so Mm -hmm. it was only available in the fall, so I bought a bunch of them, Mm -hmm. and I burned them throughout the year, and then, um, they came out with the same scent, but it has a different name this year. I think this year it's Cedar Pumpkin, Mm -hmm. and so, um, I bought a bunch of the little ones because the big ones weren't out. And then in this, mm-hmm. another Target, different Target, mm-hmm. I found a bunch of big ones. So I was like, okay, I'll return the little ones and get big ones instead. Mm-hmm. So I returned the little ones, and now I can't find the big ones anywhere.
1: Oh, no. And I'm like... Can you find the little ones, though? No.
0: They're all gone. From I've checked, like, four different Targets. I wonder
1: if you can get them online.
0: Well, so yesterday, yeah. I was like, I wonder if I can get them online. <laughs> so <laughs> I got on their website, and I you can get it. So I put one in my cart, and, I, and it says... This item is only available when you're purchasing twenty five dollars or more of stuff.
1: So you have to just get a bunch
0: of them. So I got three of them. Yeah. And we're um, we're right now um, in debt, right? And we're we've got our debt all consolidated, and we're like paying it off like that. Mm-hmm. So we're not. We don't have a lot of spending money. You yeah. know what I mean, right now. Yeah. And knowing full well that. <laughs> After shipping and tax, it was like 40 bucks. Yeah. For three large candles. Yeah. This is acceptable to me because this will last me all year. Mm -hmm. And it helps so much with my anxiety, which Mm -hmm. is a little bit weird, but it just makes me very happy. It's...
1: It might be like... Some sense, like especially with like some essential oils and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, like they actually do help with that sort of stuff. So it's probably something in yeah. it that's like actually like a calming something, or it you know. is
0: very calming for me. I just love it. Mm-hmm. And so I bought it anyways, and then I was like, Eric, I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did this, yeah.
0: And he was not happy, he was very disappointed. Oh. I know, and I was just oh. like, but. But I guess I didn't tell him that I had to buy $25 or more worth of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he just thinks that I dropped $40 for no reason. But it wasn't yeah. for no reason. Anyways, so I just felt kind of like an asshole for spending 40 bucks on candles when we don't have that money. Yeah. But I did it.
1: Well, but here's the thing. It's not like you're just being frivolous and buying things. Like, it's something that legitimately helps you. So. Yeah, you know, and like, he knows that.
0: He knows yeah. that I feel that way about that scent. So. Yeah. But I just, you know, I was kind of an but because I did it anyway. I could have <laughs> waited till payday. Yeah. But who knows if those candles will be available on payday. Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? With the luck that you had, like, trying to find them originally, you know. Right. Exactly.
0: So, anyways. Was, Get them while they're there. That <laughs> was my but moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was yours? Um,
1: Mine was, okay, so I don't remember if I've already said this or not. I think I might have talked about it a little bit, but um, maybe I was just telling you. Anyways, um, so my dental plan, uh, they... I had so many issues with them and I haven't even had them for very long and not because like of me, like going into the dentist or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. literally just like, so I set it up for auto pay. Right. So that way I wouldn't have to, it's like one less thing to worry about every month. It'll just take it out and it's right. like $26 or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not like that big of a thing. So I'm just kind of like, okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I get this letter or an email or something. I don't remember what it was. It was like your payments late, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I set up auto payment last month with this because it had done the same kind of the same thing before. It was like, oh, you need to do this or this. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, my good grief, you know. So I, I call them and I'm like, okay, what the heck is happening? You know, Mm -hmm. like, why is this a thing? And they're like, oh, there wasn't enough money in your account to take it out. And I'm like, um, there is always at least $26 in my account. Like, no, 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 like, it, no no, no I, this isn't a thing like why and they're just like oh it just didn't work and so um you know we, we just canceled it
0: Ugh.
1: it's like you didn't ha- like what you know like yeah. first of all there was definitely enough money in the account I have not had less than 26 dollars in my account yeah. you know like good grief what is going on and they're like oh yeah so we just canceled it it's like and you didn't like try and say oh hey you know like this is what's going on they're just like oh by the way you have a late payment now because we couldn't get our ish together yeah yeah and I'm like okay and I can't get onto their account online because every time I try and sign into it it just kicks me back to the sign-in page okay it just refreshes the page basically every Mm -hmm. time and I'm like and I told them I'm like this is not okay like none of this is working I can't get onto my account to check anything so mm-hmm. every time something like this happens I have to call you you know because I can't get onto my account online the only thing I get is a letter saying you've got a late payment now and I'm like oh no 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 I was a little bit pissed off hell yeah I was pissed <laughs> I'm too. just like geez and so we set it up again mm-hmm. and so we'll see if it works now because who knows but Dentegra, you done me dirty
0: yeah that like, takes me <laughs> off
1: so, I don't know. And I, I don't really know anything about them. Like, I don't know anybody else that has them, necessarily, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, they may or may not be, like, a decent company. Maybe they just, like, had a whoopsie or something like that. Or maybe a ton of people have had this issue. I don't right, know. Right, right. But I'm just kind of like, ah. Oh.
0: So, yeah. Integra. Yeah, that would piss me off. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> that
1: was... They were ass butts. Yeah. Yep.
0: 100%. Uh. <laughs> that, that... Not sort of, I guess sort of the same thing, not quite happened to me with my dentist, like mm-hmm. I set up um, a payment plan, basically, mm-hmm. and so she, this, the receptionist you know, she wrote my, my card number down with the amount that she was going to charge me every month and the date she was going to charge me, and then like a couple months later so like one payment worked one month, mm-hmm. and then the next month I get this letter from them saying that like my, my payment is late, Mm-hmm. And, you know, contact them. So, and I call... Like, well, what the heck? <laughs> I call them, and she's like, well, there wasn't enough money in the account. And I was like, no, there definitely was. Yeah. There definitely was and is. That money is right there. I'm, yeah, like, know. what are you yeah. doing? And she's <laughs> like, oh, maybe I just entered the number wrong. So... It's
1: like, so... So, so then yeah. she
0: redid it, and it was totally fine. She, yeah, she just entered... She said she probably just put one of the numbers wrong. Yeah,
1: she's No, they didn't give me that. They're just like, well... I guess you're just going to have to pay online now, and then we're going to just reset up the whole thing, which took forever the first time. We didn't take quite as long the second mm-hmm. time, because I think they had, like, the information still in there. But I was just like,
0: oh, come on. Yeah, it's super annoying.
1: It's such a pain. Ugh. So, anyways, that was my ass but yeah. on it. No. All right. Well,
0: thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandassetspodcast at gmail.com the word and is spelled out. And I really want to stress that you guys should email us.
1: Yes. We, we need emails. We yeah. want to talk to you guys. <laughs> no.
0: what? Right, tell, let us know if there's something that we're doing that isn't working. You know? Yeah.
1: Or like if you're like hey you should talk about this or talk about
0: this. Yeah. Or maybe whatever. you have an like, idea for some of our research. Yeah. Just let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like if there's something in an episode that we haven't. I mean obviously we're going to be ahead a little bit on you know. But if there's like something in like a couple seasons ahead that you're like, hey, I really like this episode. I think you should totally talk about this. Like, Mm -hmm. let us know.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And you can visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspots, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again.
1: Thank you.